0: In lift off We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. we got a Neil Armstrong reporting on their roll and
1: pitcher program, which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading. And of course, a very beautiful time of the day to you joining us now. Joining us today. Wherever you are in the universe, thank you so much for being here. It's always an astronomical thing to have you joining us today. Um, this is The Void Show on Active FM. As all of us keep saying, radio has never been better. My name is Andrew and uh, I am your show host of all time. Really excited to be here. Really happy to be here. Always happy actually to be here because being here every day, every week is an opportunity. To learn more about our universe, right? To learn more about how the world really works, okay? Um, It's a beautiful thing, right? To know that scientifically. And, I mean, you know, science is not really all about complex things, difficult things. uh, But it's beauty, you know, it's poetry. Um, There's just this beauty in it, this poetry. In what way... In a way that, um, looking at a sunset is beautiful, right? It's obviously beautiful. Looking at the moon is beautiful. And, um, I don't know if I should say coincidence. Um, I don't think it is. But as I'm recording this, I'm looking at the beautiful moon rising, right? So, so that's beautiful. You know, looking at the stars marching through the night sky, that's beautiful. That's great. Looking at the mountains, it's beautiful. You know, you know that smell, um... The smell, I don't even know how to explain this, but it's a smell that you that you smell <laughs> after you know after rainfall on the ground, on the soil. You know that smell that's just soothing, it's amazing. You now these things are all beautiful, looking at the leaves, they are beautiful. But just imagine if you could know you know the science behind that and and maybe the science, the the term science really turns you off but like but imagine if you could know then the dynamics of how that works i mean you could tell your grandchildren about that right you could tell them about the universe how how it works right um isn't that a beautiful thing it definitely is a beautiful thing and so you surely have seen what we're discussing today right we're going to be speaking about um heat okay we're going to be speaking about heat, and, um, I mean, heat is an all-important part of our lives. It it, 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 it really is, okay? And uh, who thought, I mean, who, who could have thought, really, that one day, heat would be a key to open many doors i mean even the door to your work right i mean nowadays we know that i mean we have to take your temperature to check your heat and all that stuff i mean who would have thought that heat would uh, sort of be the pinnacle of our everyday life right who would have thought nobody would have thought that right so so um heat we, we definitely owe our life to it, right? Not in a sense of COVID-19, but in a sense that it, it really plays an all-important part in our daily lives, okay? Um, uh, body temperature, you can imagine that. Um, heating systems, right? That the, is what we call heating systems. They keep us comfortably warm in winter, right? You know what we're speaking about. In the summer, we are able to control the temperature. Okay, how do we do that? We prefer to keep the indoor temperatures lower, right? By doing what? By means of air conditioning, right? We, we can do that. We then have what we call heat engines. Have you heard of a heat engine? We've got what we call heat engines and um, your car, right it works with what we call uh, heat engines okay um heat engines would normally supply power for automobiles okay we're speaking about cars trucks you know um, locomotives right your airplanes your rockets right and and um heat heat i mean heat engines they can also be used or they actually used to generate electricity, okay, I used to do that, I mean, it's it's heat engines, right, they do all the things, right, and we know if heat engine is used to sort of generate electricity, electricity operates machines, right, your television, your telephone systems, uh, we really owe life itself to heat okay we know our 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 bodies in a sense are heat engines we know that right the food we eat it's sort of a fuel and it keeps us warm and it supplies us with energy for our various activities right so so really heat is a big thing right? It, 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 it genuinely is a, is a big thing because, I mean, nowadays you can sort of know if you probably have COVID-19 or not by just knowing your temperature, right? Your level of heat. So let's try to understand uh, the physics of heat today and let us see where that leaves us. So um, right after this, we will be continuing our talk. Stay tuned. Woo! <laughs> Hi, I'm Johan Kruger from Creation
0: Ministries International. I uh, just want to say to you that uh, I serve a great and wonderful God that created everything, and He created me, and He also created
1: you. Right, beautiful. So, we are obviously speaking about heat, and we have agreed that heat... Is an all round, all important part in our daily lives, right? Um, by that we mean hate sort of plays an all important uh, role in our daily lives, right? We have agreed that, uh, to that. We spoke about everything that sort of heat does, right? We do, I, I'm, I'm not even sure that we sort of have covered everything that heat does, but it's obviously an important thing, right? I mean, during winter we need heat, right? I mean, I. I I thought I liked winter, but I don't think so anymore. <laughs> I don't think so anymore. Um, um, that's the story for another day. But then um, heat is obviously very important. And what we're going to be doing today is to... Um, we're going to try to speak about the nature of heat, okay? We're not going to try. We're actually going to be speaking about the nature of heat. And I want us to, you know, have a bit of a history, Write a scientific history or a science history about. I mean, if you think about it, why do we even study heat? Okay, who were the first people to study heat? Who thought about heat? Right. I mean, who really studies heat? It's pretty much like what we've spoken about before, light. Uh, if you think about light, who who who, who studies light? Who studies light? Hey, I mean, I mean it's crazy. And and you wanna sort of scrutinize light, and you're gonna see it's waves, it's particles, it's electromagnetic, really crazy, right? I mean, the very first people to really think about these things, they're I don't know, mind-blowing, right? So so we're gonna try to have a little bit of a history on on the nature of heat, okay? Um, just surface history, right? Surface history here on 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 what really happens with with heat okay but before that um before that we i mean i mean um i I sort of wanted to even um I, i just remember this now i mean i just reminded what i just remembered this now wow okay right now um the sun again right we can speak about the sun the sun is a source of heat okay it's the source of heat um, um you know, one of the most, I mean, the most known to us, right? The most obvious and the most known to us. It's the source of heat. And, you know, with the sun, I mean, you know, the solar panels, you know, without electricity, if they decide to do the load shedding and stuff, you've got the solar panels. So do you see how important heat, you know, you know we've got calculators that can work with with heat right with with the solar panels and stuff so do you see how important uh heat really is and obviously if we're speaking about the sun it can be an indirect source of heat to the planet earth okay and it can also be a direct source of heat to the planet earth okay and in what way by us receiving heat right that's sort of an indirect source of heat in that way it makes us warm that's that's an indirect uh source of of heat but if we're speaking about an indirect source of heat from earth that's when we now want to speak about the 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 the, the derivation of earth from the sun okay the derivation of earth from the sun and then you would start to now Uh, here scientists to speak about you know at the earth's internal core you've got heat that sort of reveals itself through volcanic eruptions okay through geysers through through the hot springs right so that's 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 an indirect source of heat from the sun and that connection with with the earth right that indirect connection right, to, 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 to the earth, right, so, so again, if we're speaking about the sun, um, um, and did you know that the sun is sort of like, I mean, you can just search this on online, but, I mean, the sun is like 100, approximately, yeah, approximately 150 million kilometers from earth, it's like 150 kilometers, 150 million kilometers from earth, and and i mean it's the sun is the source of heat i mean it's the source of heat and and in that way it maintains life upon planet earth right and imagine the connection it's 150 million kilometers away from earth so in astronomical terms we would say the sun is one astronomical unit away from the sun okay 150 million kilometers equals one astronomical unit uh one astronomical it's pretty much like saying um 1000 meters equals one kilometer okay 1000 meters equals one kilometer so 150 million kilometers equals one astronomical unit okay you, you you probably have to listen to other shows that that we did about the units that are used in astronomy, right? So so that's pretty much it about um, one of the obvious sources of heat from the sun, and then from there we can then now start to speak about um, uh, uh, the nature of heat. Okay, so here's a bit of a, uh, an interesting story. So I mean, obviously, um, if if we're going to be speaking about how the, the very first people study heat. Um, we we obviously have to say, I mean, the scientists of earlier times or earlier days they obviously had curious minds, right? Or maybe even curious ideas concerning the nature of heat, right? There's supposed to be somebody who first really said um, the, the the nature of heat. And here's an interesting thing: the early scientists regarded heat as a fluid. They thought it's a fluid, right? And when we're speaking about a fluid, a fluid is um a fluid. It's liquid, right? But it's a fluid, yeah, it's 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 got the fluidity, right? That's 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 a fluid. Now it can move, right? It's it's a fluid. So the early scientists thought that heat is a fluid, some sort of you know, some sort of an invincible, some sort of an invincible fluid right? And they named this fluid uh, what we call caloric, okay? Caloric. So, because they saw that literally objects, can be heated, or they can have heat in one way or another. They then said, okay, if 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 everything can have heat, or can be heated, or can be warm in one way or another, humans, you know, planets, stars, that's heat. Right? your your car, your heater, heating systems, that's heat. So they said, okay, if be, because they can have heat, then all substances, or so everything, and anything. Is supposed to contain this fluid caloric, to some extent, depending on how hot they were. You get that? So, 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 so the idea was that uh, uh, the the idea was that. So let us say, um, um, obviously, if if we're gonna be, um, you know, in the early days. You would have, um, some sort of a stove, right? Or a fire. Okay. Let's think of a stove. I don't know if you know these big old stoves that were, if, if you wanted, you know, they served as heaters. Of course, they are heaters, right? Um, you would have wood or you would have coals, right? And you would literally sort of start throwing them inside these big stoves. I'm not talking about electric stoves or anything. These, those old, old stoves that, you know, they would have a chamber. And, and the smoke would be coming out of that chamber, right, from the house, right? Smoke chamber, something like that. So you would have those. And, and I mean, they were heaters, right? Instead, you would just have to put in the wood or coal in the stove and, and you know, start making fire. So so obviously, when you would do that, it, it's pretty much like a heater, okay? If, if obviously you're going to be lighting some heater, the room is going to be starting to get warm right so the idea with this uh, caloric which is this fluid right it was thought that um um heat is, is is a fluid okay they said okay okay this is the idea in cases of bodies heating one another like maybe i'm holding a body and it's going to heat one another obviously uh uh if if you're going to be uh, lighting up a heater then the the room is gonna suddenly become warm right so obviously that's that's uh, you know a heat moving from the heater to the room all right or if you're placing your hands near the heater then your hands are suddenly going to get warm and so that's sort of you know the, the, there's a connection between what's from the heater and to your hands right there's that connection so the idea was that okay if 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 one body was heated by another body it was because this fluid the caloric fluid was transferred from the hotter body to the cold body, right? So the fluid sort of moved in that way. So the idea was that if 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 things are going to have to move, then they have to be fluids okay and so if i'm going to be having cold body and i'm going to be placing it next to a warm body obviously the cold body is suddenly going to start getting warm and so the idea to explain that was that okay because we think of heat as a caloric fluid then the idea is 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 that the then this fluid must move from the hotter body to the to 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 what, to to the cold body so that was sort of the idea behind that and and um this this then proceeded to say, right, and, and, and sort of this is, you, it, it sort of serves as, as a confirmation to this idea of, of, of fluid, right? Um, it was then later confirmed by the fact that as, as fuels burn, right, as fuels burn, they decrease in weight. Right. it was confirmed by that that is fuels then they degrees in weight but the thing was when scientists sought to determine the change in weight right in heated bodies they found that the results are often contradictory or they are often you know uh, uh, are confusing hey so 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 and 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 because of that it does not mean they They actually did not even, so because of this, you know, these contradicting results, they did not actually, um, um, abandon the caloric theory, right? Because a lot of times if, if the theory does not work in science, they would sort of abandon it. They did not abandon the caloric theory, but they simply revised the caloric theory and say, okay, um, heat is a fluid, but then it's a weightless fluid. Okay. It's a weightless fluid because I mean if they were, it, it, the thing is if they had to say it's a fluid, then it it, it it had to have mass, right and so when they did experiments to sort of prove that um, um, it, it results with heat were contradicting okay or they 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 really had weird results and so um, they revised the caloric idea theory to say okay, heat is still uh, fluid. But then this fluid is, um, is, is weightless. In other words, it does not have weight. So that's a little bit of history. And um, this is obviously all the way back in time. I think we, we deserve a song. Let us play a song. Uh, what are we playing today? We're going to be uh, playing face-to-face uh, featuring Kenzie. Choi.
0: Take me into the place of your glory, where the world slips away and I'm Take me.
1: and of course uh, that was face to face uh, featuring future kenzie playing on a radio station that is active fm uh thank you so much for still being here today thank you so much for uh tuning in uh you are still listening to the void show uh, my name is andrew and i am your show host of all time we are speaking about heat today and um if you have just uh, scrolled to this point uh for some odd reason. I mean it it has to be odd, right? It cannot be an even reason. Um you might just really want to go back and really hear a beautiful history uh, with the heat. You know, heat was thought of as being a fluid, right? Called a caloric fluid. It was thought to be to be that and 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 so we had a beautiful discussion on that. So so obviously now then heat is thought to be uh this caloric fluid and um, experiments were done, and they concluded that okay caloric is actually a weightless fluid. Now what's happening? what happens next so and and um, this is in the early um, you know 18th century yes 18th 18th century and actually at around 18th century you 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 find your physicists um, um, your your Benjamin Thompson. I don't know if you've heard of Benjamin Thompson. Um, you find your uh, Benjamin Thompson and um, uh, physicist Count uh, Rumford, right? Uh, those are the names. You find them, and those are some of the people who really expanded on and did a lot of research on on heat. And you know they contributed significantly to what is now currently accepted as the correct theory uh, concerning. Uh, the nature of heat, right? I mean, like your Isaac Newton, as he is, you know, known to be sort of the discoverer of the, the, the law of gravity. These people are sort of known to be um, the, you know, standing at the pinnacle uh, for this, for for the nature of, of, of heat or for what today is known as the theory, accepted theory for the nature of of heat uh you have your, your ramford right um he was one of the people who was <laughs> uh uh who, who was supervising um in the 18th century the and, and always this is the 18th uh, century so you find your 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 ramford and in these times um um you know if you read in the history books you find that he was one of the people who was supervising the boring you know when you bore something the boring like yeah Boring, you get what I mean? The boring of a cannon, right, Um, in in, in those times. And so what he noted was that the gun obviously became very hot after being bored for even a shorter time, right? So there's heat there. He noted that, I mean, the gun became very hot after being bored for, you know, a short time. So what he did uh, was to put uh, an insulator right or an insulated right and uh, sort of something like a box right i mean if you're speaking of an insulator it's obviously something that um um, is sort of um not conducting right so he put that insulator uh and 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 uh, in a box that contained water in contact with the water barrel okay so this is this is in contact with the, the, I mean, not the water barrel, but the gun barrel, okay? So he placed them in contact with each other. And and what happened was that um, as the barrel was now bored, the water in the box became hotter and hotter. So that, that's what he saw. And I mean, if he, if this happens, you can just imagine that it, it, it obviously... Uh, um um after some time, started to 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 boil right and it it obviously continued to do so um even when the the tools that he was using no longer continued to sort of cut cut the thing right and and apparently uh he he said that it's the rotation of that drill i mean as he keeps boring this it's the rotation of that drill that did what that transferred the heat to to the water right to to to, to the hotter and and when you you, you also read in the history books you'd find that so there's what we call mechanical energy as well. Now right I mean uh if if you know one of the laws of, of thermodynamics uh it's that um you you can I mean heat can only be transferred from one body to another right heat can only be transferred from one body to another or energy can sort of be transferred from one body to another so so what 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 he saw and i mean you could even say it okay to him that actually maybe mechanical energy of 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 you know mechanical energy that's of the drill right uh and when we're speaking about the mechanical energy that's that's the kinetic energy right and the kinetic energy uh is is energy by virtue of motion okay um if if you are walking if 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 there's any motion you've got kinetic energy okay that's what we call If, if there's any motion if your car is moving you are moving anything that's in movement that's in motion it's got kinetic energy right so mechanical energy is is kinetic energy and potential energy okay and potential energy is potential energy in that sense okay it's potential energy energy that is the potential to be converted in other forms of energy so so um he 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 thought that okay perhaps it's the mechanical energy of this drill that is transformed into heat okay and so then from there he wanted to determine the relationship between you know the work done um um and and the water that's boiled Right. And obviously in physics, when you're speaking about the work done, it's not like you're going to work in physics, the work done. It's energy. okay? it's energy by virtue of the force and the movement of something else. So so that's uh, what he did. And and I mean, he could not really find a definite relationship between that. And then, I mean, years later, in about 19th century, um, you then have your physicists who really uh, proceeded to to work on that. And um the workings gave rise to a new concept of heat um that we now call the kinetic molecular theory of of, of heat, right? And um that's 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 what we pretty much still using today to sort of define what heat is, how it works, the molecules, the particles, right, why are things boiling and and, and things like that, right? So, um, uh, 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 thank you so much for tuning in today. Apparently we have reached the end of the show and, um, right after this, we will, um, uh, close, right? Christ music is hot music. All my life. I wanted to be a gangster. Me too. This. <laughs> is decoding the crime verse and if you haven't picked up what we're we doing today do? guys can i tell you the excitement i have right now <laughs> it is exhilarating to do this topic because for me this is the reason i started liking crime this murders. is my favorite part of crime that's, okay that's that's how wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, she meant it in a good way <laughs> it's my favorite part to study yeah. And of course, we have just reached the end of The Void Show today. And I really want to believe that you enjoyed the show. You learned more about heat. Um, um, I, I, I really want to believe that, right? You learned something today. And uh, we had a great show. Uh, please do share out the show. This is The Void Show on Active FM. My name is Andrew. And I will see you again next time. Same place with another. Um, amazing topic. So have a fantastic week ahead of you.
0: Like you well, Instagram at Triple Seven, and Facebook at